you close the lid and it won't close. Shelton! Oh my God. Wait, now listen. Hello and welcome to the Wake Now Listen podcast. I'm your co-host Kimberly. And I am your co-host Shelton. And here we are again. And here we are again. Listen, today, <coughs> today, we are going to be on Reddit. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be on the subreddit IMA. Hmm. We're going to be hearing from a mortician today. Actually, two different ones. That sounds like a good time. And I'm telling him this because he uh, he knew, but he has not heard the stories. I found them. He's blind reacting to them because he's been busy at work. Womp womp. <laughs> womp womp. But it's all good, though. Yeah. We, we thrive in indiscreets. But before we talk about the mortician stuff, you wanted to tell them about a concert we recently went to? Yes. So, as to not dox us, um, y'all know we live in North Carolina. We live probably about three hours away from the capital of North Carolina, which is where this concert was held. The fucking drive to Raleigh is terrible from where we live. And Raleigh is the capital. Yes. Yes. We're talking about that place. And... The drive was awful. It really was. It was the worst drive. And every time we go on a day trip, we always talk about how the drive to the destination is always what feels like it takes forever. Yeah, and then coming home never feels as long. Yeah. Yeah. Because I guess because you have like landmarks and shit to look at, but the concert itself was worth the drive because... We went and saw The Midnight. Yeah, he got a beanie. I got a t-shirt. Yeah. We got swag bags because we had the VIP uh, thing. That's the first time we've ever done a VIP thing for a concert. That was fun. Yeah, that was, that a was good time. cool. And because we were in there early for the VIP thing, we were so close to the front. There was literally two people standing in front of me. Yeah, like I was the third person back from yeah. the barricade at the front. I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah. It was cool. No, it was a good time. And we were around like really cool people. It's nice to go to a concert and mm-hmm. know that the fan base is actually like filled with nice people. You know what I mean? Yes. Everyone's so nice yeah. and like helpful and talks to you. And like of all ages. Like yeah. it's fucking yeah. crazy. You remember that one guy? I think he was by by himself there, that older guy, yeah. and he was like so excited. He was. <laughs> it was so cute. It was insane. <laughs> but yeah. But I will say there were two footy fucks in the crowd. And of course they came and stood behind me. And I don't get that. Like <laughs> why would you pay money out of your pocket that yeah. you have worked hard for? Yeah. To go to a concert and only heckle. And, yeah, to be to be a bitch about it. What the fuck even is that? Because I shit you not, this dude complained from the time that he was there to the time that he left. Oh, well, you missed the part where he first got there. Because, mm. see, okay, we split up. I stayed in our spot at the front like right in the middle, near the middle of the stage, right at front. I saved our spot on the floor, okay? Yeah. And Shelton went and got in line to get us the beanie and the shirt. 
seats and then all of a sudden they let the the doors open and the general admission people start coming in and that place filled up fucking quick so the general admission people come in and these two fuddy fucks as i'm calling they're fuddy dud fucks okay so i call them fuddy fucks i like that better (laughs) they come in one is real tall and real wide okay and the other one is short i had on shoes that made me like two inches taller okay so i would have been like five eight okay this guy was probably like five seven not even short yeah but short for a man in his mind yes he had the short king complex and i'm like you know what it's fine to be five seven you own that five seven and you don't let nobody bother you about being five seven. You're fine. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of people taller than you, plenty of people shorter than you. It don't matter. Yeah, you know what I mean? No, he has a complex and it is raging, and everybody is out to get him because he's a short king. And I get, I don't know. It was just they showed up, and it was such a good like real life example of how your piss poor fucking attitude can just ruin. A really cool experience, not for the people around you, oh no, for themselves. Like you said, they spent like 30 bucks a piece to come in there and stand and heckle the opener, shit-ass entitled attitude. Like they walk in the door, talk about how they don't care if people want to get in front of them. They're just not going to move. Which they didn't move when I got back from the merch booth. I was like, yeah, excuse me, y'all, my wife is right here. Literally, you're standing not On even the other side away. of them. Yeah. And, oh, uh, see, I didn't even hear you say that because it was so loud. And so I started to move, and they both looked at me, and they got closer. What fucking and assholes. And I'm like, listen, <laughs> I've never been in a bar fight or anything oh, like that. Oh, God. But it's like- Do the, not fucking try me. These- these fuddy fucks, they stood out too, which was so funny. Because literally, when I say they paid $30 a piece to to have the experience ruined for themselves, they really did. Because by the end of it, everybody's like vibing to the midnight. Everybody's got their hands in the air and singing along with the song. The lights are going. It's magical. And fuddy fuck one and two, I see them out of the corner of my eye just standing there like this with their arms crossed just swaying back and forth i'm like you are missing out because you would rather be mad that you're only five seven yeah grow up anyway that was my my god but they did not ruin my good time whatsoever if anything i was laughing at them while having the best fucking time with the person that was vibing next to me yeah it it was was a great time so if you ever get a chance i hope funny fucks are listening to this Funny fucks ain't listening to this. <laughs> nah, Funny would. fucks listening to like American Patriot <laughs> story time shit what? or something. What is that? I don't know. But oh my god! If you get a chance to get the VIP experience to the midnight, hundred and fifty percent worth it. Or just to go to one of their concerts. Go to a midnight concert yeah. if you can. Go to one of their concerts. They are so good live. It's as close to a spiritual experience. <laughs> That you could probably oh, it's get. way more church like than church. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's like no hate and all that. And <laughs> uh, look up the opener, Flamingosis. And oh yeah, you really liked him. I really like the one song. It's called Football Head. And so any '90s kids out there, they're gonna know what that's all about. 
check it out. So are you ready to uh, hear from a mortician now? Have you said everything you want to say about the midnight? Are yeah. we done fangirling? We're, we're done fangirling. <laughs> we, we can I'm move done on. chastising those young men. They were my age. I don't know how old they were. They were too young to be as mad as they were oh, and yeah. to be as like bad vibes as they were. I'm like, you gonna be something else when you're eighty. I don't wanna I don't wanna be in your nursing home. Yeah. For real. Anyway. <laughs> so I found these on R slash I am A. Okay? And right. I looked up to keep with spooky season, obviously I looked up mortician i searched it and some came up so this one's from 11 years ago (laughs) we're gonna start way back then um it says i work have worked with nearly all aspects of funeral service embalming cremation making funeral arrangements directing funeral service cosmetic restoration being a night attendant washing hearses etc i also know quite a bit about less common trends like green burial and alkaline hydrolysis or chemical cremation ask away so then we have to get to the questions first off though okay that green burial thing yeah i feel like maybe i want to do that i feel like that shit's probably expensive is that where they turn you into a tree i think so i think somewhere in this thread i don't know if i screenshot but i think somewhere in this thread they said the green burial is illegal here like you can do it in other countries right let's just make another plant illegal jesus fuck (laughs) um well, that, and I think maybe, I don't know if this is included in that, but where they load your casket down, sorry, they load your casket down with just a bunch of heavy shit, and they push your casket off a boat to sink into the bottom of the ocean, and you can deteriorate I with do not, fish. I do not have any desire for that. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'd be dead, yeah. and I wouldn't give a shit, but that's not what I'd choose for my body, to right. be at the bottom of the sea, yeah. being snacked upon by yeah. octopi. So that's my two cents there, but oh, it's what? so dark down there. Anyway, okay, let's stop thinking about the deep ocean. That's terrifying. That's what the episode should be about. How scary the ocean is. It really <laughs> is. Like, okay, this person asks, "How many people do you embalm and prepare daily, weekly? Who was the last person?" But not a name but more what happened to them and my mother is curious about breast implants and what happens to them in visitations slash cremations my mom freaked out when she just asked that they popped them bitches nor nor (laughs) um it depends on how busy we are sometimes i can go weeks without having to embalm other times i can embalm four or five times a week busier funeral homes may have morticians who only embalm and they may embalm five or six bodies a day the last person i embalmed was actually probably over a week ago we've been slow she was an older woman who had died of cancer pretty standard case how many did they say they have when they were quote-unquote slow um, it says sometimes I can go weeks without having to embalm. Huh. But it can be up to four or five times a week. Oh. But it okay. could also be a lot busier than that to the point where you have multiple morticians that only do embalming because there's so many people. It's kind of one of those things that's like bittersweet because it's like, okay, I have my job. I'm doing my job. <laughs> my job is to touch dead bodies. But imagine being like, yeah, it's been a slow several weeks. <laughs> 
and being disappointed. Ah, <laughs> uh, people just aren't dying fast enough, you guys. Shucks. Yeah. And for your mom's question, nothing unusual would have to be done with breast implants. They don't get in the way when we embalm. Some funeral directors will take breasts together so they don't fall apart from each other and look out of place in a casket. For cremation, the implant would be incinerated and evaporate, much like tissue does. Hmm. I've just never thought of the fact that like, when you lay down, your tatties go east and west. No one wants East and West tatties in their casket. I know, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. I've never thought of the fact that they would have to like tape them up and tape them together. Could you imagine you're a woman who's passed away, mm-hmm. but you were very well stacked? Yeah. Yeah. What if they had to use like gorilla tape? Shelton. No, it's legit though. <laughs> You're not fucking doing that shit with Scott. You're tape. talking like, I mean, they got like watermelons, essentially. Yeah. Oh, that would hurt. I mean, I don't know. I mean, but you also put bras on dead bodies. Well, yeah, that's true. Maybe that is. So that would help. But like, even if you're wearing a bra, you're still going to go east and west <laughs> to some degree. You close the lid and it won't close. Shelton! Oh, my God. you're awful stop it i'm done (laughs) everyone unsubscribes and it's your fault like i I apologize for my (laughs) husband okay let's move on how do you deal with people that have died of a contagious disease so i thought oh i've never thought of that yeah it's never occurred to me that that would be something you have to worry about yeah covid would have been like the closest thing i think we wear ppes or personal protective equipment gloves gowns aprons booties over our shoes hair nets face masks and shields on a typical case i will only wear gloves a gown and an apron if i know they have a contagious disease i may wear more Hmm. i thought that was just i've never it's never occurred to me Have you ever received a person that appeared deceased but later woke up either in the refrigerator or just as you were about to begin working on them? I think a lot of people have this fear of Mm. being like cut open and embalmed before they're dead. Nope. They're pretty good at determining who is dead and who is alive these days. (laughs) I think Stephen King wrote a short story about this. Mm-hmm. Where a guy gets bit by a rattlesnake on a golf course. And he goes and he's conscious. So he's telling the story of like seeing the things, but he can't move. His eyes can only, I don't even know if his eyes can move. Like he's paralyzed Mm -hmm. and they think he's dead. They think he had a heart attack or something. And they're about to start cutting him open and taking his organs out. And the thing that saves him do you want to know what saves him and makes them realize that he's not dead i feel like they made a movie about this but what was it they might have made a movie it they probably did um the female mortician or whatever her title would be um was inspecting his body (laughs) and she was inspecting his junk and the man he gets an erection and she's like, 
what the fuck and they're like live body or uh dead bodies don't do this this guy's alive for sure and he like had a very faint heartbeat and like everything was so slowed down because of the snake or whatever i don't know he had a heartbeat (laughs) it was somewhere you know (laughs) so i think we could part partly blame stephen king for that fear in people thanks who knows thanks papa king he he perpetuated it at least yep yep boner saved his life anyway have you ever had a family choose cremation and not pick up the ashes what would happen to the ashes if they were never claimed i was like oh my god i've never thought of that either we hold on to cremated remains no matter what some funeral homes have cremated remains dating back decades yeah huh where do they store them probably in that warehouse from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, my God. Here in California, a law was just recently passed that unclaimed cremated remains belonging to a veteran can at least be interred in a national cemetery without family authorization as long as we have discharge paperwork. So that's awesome. Hmm. Now, that is good. That's crazy, though, right? Like that there's just people's ashes that no one came and picked up. How big of an asshole does either party have to be to where you either were so shitty in life that no one wants to pick your ass up <laughs> or <laughs> the person who was supposed to pick you up hated you the entire time and just leave them there. and just left you? Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Like if you die and you don't have any like close friends or. Yeah. relatives or anything like that like if you ain't really got nobody it makes sense that no one would come pick up your ashes but like right. people who have family like the thought of purposely leaving them there that's yeah. crazy to me yeah but it would kind of be nice if like after like five years they could just go put the ashes somewhere nice like a nice little garden that they make or so. i don't know don't leave them in the back room in storage I don't know. I legitimately thought you were going to say that after five years, like they're up for grabs. No! <laughs> the general public. No! You had no one in life. I'm not that weird. I don't want to go get random people's ashes that I don't even know. You want to be haunted? That's how you fucking be haunted. <laughs> Doing shit like that. No, thank you. Okay. Let's say I die doing number two. Will someone wipe me or will I get into the grave unwiped? Being being buried with a dirty butthole is my greatest fear. <laughs> you getting pressure washed, bitch. <laughs> Not the pressure washer. <clears throat> but luckily, this person responded, I always clean buttholes after embalming. It's a sanitation thing as well as a dignity thing, I think. So that's good. Your butthole will get cleaned, rest assured. Okay, so I think that was all for that one. Yes, 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 maybe. Yes. Yes, maybe. Um, oh, you have to remind me to go back to my very last screenshot so I don't forget because it was something special, but I want to save it until the end because I'm really excited to see your reaction. All right. Okay, but this is another thread from 12 years ago. Oh, this one's older. Okay. 
I am a son of a mortician who grew up playing in funeral homes. Ask me anything. Playing in funeral homes? Yes. My mother has been a mortician for almost as long as I can remember. I grew up playing in the funeral homes many weekends and after school. The funeral home that I spent the most time in was an old mansion that has literal secret passageways. I've seen people embalmed. I've seen fistfights over caskets, and I've seen a heart attack at a eulogy. Ask me anything. Fistfights over a casket? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like picking the casket? I don't think? know. I didn't find the elaboration, but hmm. probably or maybe like. Mom would have wanted this one. Well, we can't afford that one. Well, we could had you not spent all the money, Cheryl. I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> Your porcelain Elvis Presley plates. Cheryl. Thanks Poor a lot, Cheryl. <laughs> Poor Cheryl. <laughs> Cheryl, if you're out there listening, we understand. I'm sorry, Cheryl. Okay. Did the number of recycled cliches in the eulogies ever drive you nuts? When I wrote obituaries, I'd keep a list of the worst offenders, by which I mean the generic words and phrases meant to sound good, but actually tell you zilch about the person. Her smile lit up the room, never met a stranger, heart of gold, a people person, a career person, career a career person's career person. Example, a teacher's teacher. You know, like, oh, a mechanic's mechanic, you know. Moira Rose's Rose Garden. <laughs> yeah, or that. Always had a smile on his or her lips, never had a bad word. It goes on and on and on. This person says, I find the whole idea of fake sentiment about a person just because they're dead to be offensive. Mm. It pisses me off when people flock to a funeral of someone just because they died. It's either like they're there to gloat that they won by outliving them or to relive their guilt at the family's expense by telling them how much they really, quote unquote, loved them. Yes. If a person was a dick in life, they didn't magically become a good person just because they died. Also, I'm now an agnostic leaning towards atheist, but even when I was faithful, I found the idea that every dead person goes to heaven to be bullshit. Yes. It's something they say at nearly every funeral. He's in God's arms now. She's singing back up for Jesus now. Bullshit. It's the law of averages. Someone had to be a dick, and if you believe, is playing second fiddle to the devil with their ass on fire. <laughs> You know what? I love this mortician son. That is one of the most logical things I think I've ever heard. Yes. As a matter of fact, um, after you listen to your favorite podcast, don't go away. Um, <laughs> go on YouTube and look up George Carlin. I knew you'd like this answer. Yeah, because he did a bit where he was talking about um, Everybody at a funeral. Oh, he was mm -hmm. such a good person. Oh, mm -hmm. he was a great father. Yeah. Oh, nobody ever says that dude was a fucking asshole. Right. Nobody goes exactly. to a funeral and was like, this dude was a piece of shit. Yeah. I want to go to that funeral. Yeah. I want to go to an honest funeral. Yeah. And nobody ever talks about, oh, yeah, that piece of shit's burning in hell now. Right? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that has happened at funerals. Oh, yeah. But it's not the normal thing and yeah. it's frowned upon. Yeah. And he's, yeah. No, I think we've had this conversation in real life before. Yeah. And you know how I feel about this. I'm oh, like, yeah. he was a shitty person. 
So why are we sad? He was shit. <laughs> like, I think- I'm just, I just, I always feel so mean when I'm like that. But I'm like, listen, if all I ever knew was somebody was an asshole, that's all I got to work with. Yeah. For, for me personally. So that's where I'm at. Not but I, get, I knew you'd like that answer. Oh, yeah. No, not to get too phi- philosophical with it. <laughs> Physisophical. I've heard this belief system, and I find it to be interesting. Um, in terms of multiple lives. Oh, yeah. People who are shitty people apparently are supposed to keep reliving their yeah. existence. They're supposed to fucking learn something. Yeah. And every <laughs> when time they, they don't, don't, they have to do it again yes. until they figure it out. Yes. Yeah. I thought the same thing when I read this. Yeah. I don't know if I believe in that. I believe it more than the King James Version. My thing is with that, though, like our population continues to increase. Right. So I'm like, if every soul is different, Mm -hmm. then there's at least 8 billion whatever. But if more of them are like being like. Does this make sense? Like, yeah. where where are they right. if they're not here? Exactly. That's where I get stuck at. And I'm like, well, I don't know. Yeah. We got to, we yeah. can, uh, we could go yeah. about that all day. But yes, I thought the same thing. So we're very much on the same page about that. Mm. But yeah, sometimes shitty people die. Yeah. You ain't need to go in there and be lying. Everybody knows. Yeah. Stop talking shit. There it is. <laughs> or start. Yeah. Yeah. Or start talking it. Do you find yourself to be a bit sadistic? Growing up in funeral homes has to be a bit of a downer. Now that you're older, do you find yourself to be like the sick, twisted side of things? Or did you learn to appreciate the dead? They say, not at all, really. If anything, growing up among that kind of stuff made me realize that you have to live your life. It gave me a zest for life. With every situation in my life, I ask myself, am I happy? If the answer is yes, I proceed. If it's no, I ask, does it have a chance to make me happy later? If the answer is no, I get the fuck out of that situation. Life is too short to be unhappy. I certainly don't want to hurt people or cause net harm in my life. My goal is to bring happiness to my world and hopefully leave it with a bit more than it had. As far as my attitude about grieving and death, I'm very blase about it. It's just death. It happens to everyone everyone you ever meet or ever know or ever hear of will die that's a weird sentence that is a lot let's not dwell on it edit the that line of question is specifically and directly applied to relationships if i'm not happy and don't think i'll be happy i get out immediately i'm not mean about it i'm just honest and blunt i've never been broken up with i break up with them the first woman i was with that continually made me happier and happier i married we have a wonderful life together full of laughter and adventure dude sounds low-key child free it gives me child free vibes oh yeah I mean, that might not be. I have no idea. He doesn't say one way or the other. It doesn't really matter. Well, it just gave me child free vibes. Yeah. No, I could see that. <laughs> like, definitely. His philosophy. I was like, mm, if this man didn't have children, it would not surprise me. Yeah. Because I he feel seems like. thoughtful. I feel like he's seen enough shitty people, enough broken yeah. families and shit like that come in just yeah. out of the woodwork. So mm-hmm. I don't know. But isn't that nice? Like, that's such a nice answer. It really is. Because I think the person who asked. They assume like make like if you're around death all the time, it makes you like dark and miserable, I guess. But like a sadist is all about pain. 
Yeah, that and was like a weird word. Inflicting pain. Mm-hmm. So like maybe they don't know what it meant. Yeah, I think that's what <laughs> happened because I was like, if you're gonna be sadistic, you would be going up to the family and be like, that watch is nice on there, isn't it? <laughs> be a shame if it went missing. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Um. The way people are always done up for funerals bothers me a lot. My mm. grandfather lost a lot of weight before he died of lung cancer, and to see him all dolled up with his hollow cheeks and bloated suit was really hard, surreal, and unsettling. Do you think most people feel unsettled about seeing bodies all made up for a funeral? Obviously, nobody is going to look like it did look like it did in real life, but the process still weirds me out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I totally get that. Like... We can talk more about it, but I find funerals to be fucking stupid. Like, so much about them is so fucking stupid and unnecessary, and I feel like makes shit worse. Oh, yeah. At least in my opinion. I'm sure other people do not have that opinion. But No, caskets are fucking expensive. Yeah. We'll we'll get to that. Yeah. (laughs) Let me read the OP's response. They said, I know exactly what you mean. My grandfather used to hate it when people would say he looks so good at a funeral. The best looking corpse in the world still looks like a corpse. I told a story in another reply where my brother paid homage to that view when they were preparing my grandfather grandfather for his grandfather (laughs) grandfather for his funeral. That's part of the reason, though, not the major reason, that I'm such a supporter of cremation. You should remember a person when they were filled with life and vitality, not how they look dead and in a box. What's even worse is when people want to take pictures of them. Why the hell would anyone want that? Are they seriously going to put that on the mantle next to their kids? And I'm here to tell you, yes, the fuck they will, because I know someone that did that. Their mom died. And I was little when this happened. I didn't go to her funeral, but I remember um, family members saying this person took a picture of their mom in her casket Mm -hmm. before they closed it. Mm -hmm. I ended up at this person's house and saw the picture on the top of their tube TV. One of the big floor model TVs. It was in a frame sitting on top of their TV. People enjoy taking pictures of shit like that just because they feel as though they can capture one last moment with that person, even if they're dead. Oh, see, and, like, but why would you want your last moment with that person to be them dead? I don't know. We don't need pictures of dead people in 2023. Yeah. Unless we're going to dress them up as Victorians. That's true. I mean, go big or go home. Make really. me a Renaissance painting like one of your French girls. Okay. You said below that the eye cap things freaked you out and that there were a lot of other things that they do to bodies to make them presentable. What things? I am so interested. So they must have mentioned like there's these little like things that are shaped like contact lenses Mm -hmm. that have like teeth on them Mm -hmm. and they grab your eyelids. I learned that from that Mortuary's Assistant video game. That's what I was thinking about. It's a terrifying fucking game, by the way. Haven't played it, but I've seen... Too many people play it. I'll never play that game. It's too scary. Okay. The original poster responds, It's not uncommon to sew or glue the lips shut. The makeup they use on them is typically mixed with a type of glue. They can use butt plugs on a person with loose bowels. They Mm. stuff cotton batting in an old person's clothes if they have thinned down from a long hospital stay. They also have reconstruction putty to use along with cotton if a person's missing a body part or half their head was blown off. See, I was wondering about, like, dismembered body parts. 
You know what yeah. I mean? Like, if somebody comes in looking like ground beef, you ain't. Well, no, then they would just have to cremate. Right. Them. But I'm sure there is a point of no return. Oh, yeah. For sure. Any ghosts slash supernatural stories? A friend of mine used to work for an undertaker, and he swears by some pretty creepy stuff. Meant to answer this earlier, I have one memory as a kid of being in the secret passageway on the third floor and seeing something. I'm not entirely sure what it was. My mother has also seen something one time. That being said, if you believe in hauntings, I think the idea of many ghosts haunting a funeral home is a bit unrealistic. Mm. They were dead when they got there and none of their loved ones are there. I can't imagine they'd have any unfinished business in a funeral home. Yeah. That See, makes sense, though. I think people just assume that, like, well, their body's still out in the world, so the ghost is going to stay with the body. Yeah. But, like, who's, why? Who says that's how the rules are? <laughs> well, and then it argues, like, okay, was well, cremation then? The fuck was that? My foot. Oh. In the case He's with... getting spooked. It's working. <laughs> um. <laughs> if people were cremated there's nobody to stick to into or they would stick, stick to the ashes yeah it's mm. i got you let's say i die oh doing number two okay okay we're back i was about to talk about the poop butthole thing again we're back so now i have to read you the last one okay i don't remember which one this came from but i purposely wanted to save this for last because this was like huh is this a question or another mortician this is from Mortician, but I just thought this one was like, what? Is it legally possible for one's body, mine specifically, to be left out in the open air somewhere after I die? I ask this because I would much rather my body be consumed by vultures and fungi and such than either buried in the ground or burnt to a crisp. Okay. Okay. So, someone responded, yes, but to do so, you must donate your body to a university that has a forensic science program and a body farm. We'll come back. You would probably need to specify open air because they test all forms of body decomp, including being sealed in 50-gallon drums, car trunks, etc., this is even better than I could have imagined. Rot in the open air and contribute to scientific studies of decomposition. It's time for me to revise my will. Cullowee in C, here I come. So I was like, okay, I've got to know more. They left a link, a clickable link on mm. Body Farm. So I saved the link. Let me get to it. I think I've heard of Duke University having a Body Farm type program. I don't know how accurate that is, but... Well, you're about to find out. Yeah. So, in the United States, the seven research facilities in the United States are all at universities. These research facilities have been deemed body farms due to the nature of the decomposition research they perform. Mm. Numerous purposes exist for these research facilities, yet their main purpose is to study and form an understanding of the decompositional changes that occur with the human body. The research is then used for medical, legal, and educational purposes. Following the outdoor research, skeletal remains are cleaned and curated in permanent known skeletal collections open for research. Such collections are critical for testing and developing new identification methods. And I thought that was so fucking cool. So then I was like, okay, well, where are these body farms? 
University of Tennessee has one. Western Carolina University Mm. is who has it. The second human decomposition facility to open in the United States is located at Western Carolina University in Cullowhee, North Carolina, and is part of the Western Carolina Human Identification Laboratory. The facility is known as the Forensic Osteology Research Station, or more commonly known as the Forest. It opened in 2006, run by WCU's Forensic Anthropology Program on a small plot on a rural mountain campus. The facility studies decomposition in the Western North Carolina mountain habitat and has been used for cadaver dog training and if my ass wasn't sitting on the couch reading this thinking i want to go to wcu when i die i want to be i want to be a skeleton that sits in the middle of a classroom scaring little children like what if my bones got made into one of those medical skeletons i really have thought about i really did i was like that's actually really fucking cool though No, that is i think because here's the thing that green burial shit I'd love to be a tree. Oh, I would love to be a as tree. As much as I would love to that be would a tree. Be, that would be good as well. I feel like something like that is, one, more cost effective because, I mean, it's a donation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're donating But it's also it to like science. to a greater good. Yeah. So it's like you don't have to worry about burying me. You don't have to worry about shit. Just yeah. mail my ass off. Yeah. That's crazy though, right? Yeah. And then your bones get saved and I love fucking bones. I don't have we talked about my affinity for bones and dead things yet? I don't know. You'll have to let us know in the comments if you've made it this far. Bless yeah. you if you've made it this far. <laughs> but also Texas State University has one. Uh Sam Houston State University, also in Texas, has one. Southern Illinois University, Colorado Mesa University, University of South Florida. Those are seven those are the seven body farms. Of course Florida has a body form god i bet they test shit in the swamps oh yeah and i bet that's so fucking gross but oh my god if the absolute morbidest part of my ass does not wish that wcu did tours of the body farm i would probably be so fucking scarred but i'm so curious Mm -hmm. yeah but then my mind would spiral late at night and it would be like that's gonna happen to my body it's yeah, like conceptually, it's I know that's going to happen, but I don't need to sit here and think about it at 2 a.m. You know what I mean? About it at 2 a.m. But I'm saying if, if I went to the body farm, it probably would be bad for my mental health in the long run because it would just give me more vivid imaginings. This is spiraled. Yeah. So what'd you think of those? That's pretty dope. Yeah. Very insightful. Definitely stuff that I didn't realize happened. I've heard about the butt plug thing. I had never heard of that. Yeah, because, like, you void everything. I knew that. I just didn't know that the funeral home would have to plug you up. Hmm? Never thought about it. Oh, yeah. I figured they'd take most of your innards out and there wouldn't be nothing left to come out, but. I think it's until that point. I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, Let us know in the comments. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Who do you think we have in the comments? Let us know you're. Are you a mortician? Oh my fuck! If there's a mortician listening, (gasps) please talk to us. Yeah, seriously. What a fun job! What an interesting job! I wonder who has the weirdest job of all of our listeners. Battle for that in the comments. (laughs) Who has the weirdest job? Yeah, that would be fun to talk about. Yeah, 
Um, but to briefly go back and touch on, I think funerals are stupid. The reason I think funerals are stupid, I know that might be like insensitive or controversial. I don't care. I think they're stupid because they cost so fucking much. Oh, it's a fucking racket. But here's the thing. Even if they were free, I still don't love it. It would be a lot less stupid to me, but even if funerals were fully fucking free, I still wouldn't be about them the way that they are. I think the problem is that I've gone to entirely too many like Christian funerals Mm -hmm. and they can get like people will use funerals as a chance to evangelize to lost souls. And I think that's so fucking gross. But also I was thinking about this and I'm like, you know, if you're the grieving person, I can't imagine that a funeral makes you feel better. I know for me personally, that's the last thing that I would want to do as a super introverted not people person i don't want to go stand in a church and listen to a fucking sermon from a preacher with his head up his ass surrounded by a a bunch of other people who just feel the need to come tell me how they feel Mm -hmm. there's a lot of emotional labor that Mm -hmm. unnecessarily goes into funerals that like grieving people should not have that on them right that's how i feel it's just too much well that's why i that's why I did dad's eulogy. Like, because we didn't go to church. He fucking hated church. <laughs> He's the reason why I hate church. And um, I I guess for me, it was like trying to ground the situation. You know what I mean? Put a little bit of like realism into what it was. You know what I mean? Mm. But like, whole, in my opinion, you shouldn't have even had to do that. No, I'm not. You shouldn't have had to go there and, and shake hands with all these people that didn't give a shit and stand there with your family and feeling all awkward and stressed out and all this shit. Like, I, I don't know. I, like, I'm not saying that someone should die and everyone should just move the fuck on. No. But but I'm like, I just, maybe we should do things differently and like someone dies, their immediate family deals with that like what they want to do with the body if they want to bury them if they want to cremate body farm tree whatever and then let them grieve for like a month or two and then plan a celebration of life as they like to call it don't make these people Mm. entertain your ass and take on your shit two days after somebody died yeah i will say this too the whole bringing food to people. That can be stressful. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, free food is always good, but yeah. too much of free food is stressful. Well, the other <laughs> thing, too, is it's like it gets to a point where it's like, who the fuck made this? <laughs> can I trust this? Right. That's funny. Whose shitty cat has been walking I, all over this? Oh, no. <laughs> is, that a, um, is that a thing everywhere? In, like, America, at least. I think like, so. You it's bring like, food to people. Hmm. I think it is customary. Like, I think that is an adopted thing nationally. I mean, that's fine. Take yeah. care of people, but, like, the funerals, it's just too much. Yeah. It's so much. And I've always felt, I've always felt like, why are we doing this right now? Mm-hmm. It's like everyone just wants to be super fucking sad. It's like everyone wants to be super sad all at one time and then the funeral's over and everything goes back to normal. And I'm like, this is not normal. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I agree. I think it needs to be made more into 
an event. A process. Yeah. Because I don't think the way that we just, someone dies, a couple days later, you're burying them, everything's back to normal, like, maybe not for the immediate people, but everyone else who wasn't directly related to that person, they leave that funeral and everything's back to normal for them. That's just how it is. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's just bizarre that we do this. And it's like, why don't we, I don't know. Some other culture has to have this figured out better than we do. 100%. Yeah. But anyway, that's all I got. My voice is starting to feel tired. No, you you covered a lot of shit. I feel like I did. In terms of topics. Bravo. 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 I get a slow clap for that yeah. one. Yeah, the next Reddit one we do, Bessie, you're going to find everything. Yeah. I ain't finding diddly dick shit for it. All right, that's fine. <laughs> I'll find some shit. Okay. Anyway, we hope that you have enjoyed this episode of the Wait Now Listen podcast. Here you. If uh, you aren't, if you aren't, you aren't, if you aren't, if you aren't listening yet, it's been a long day today. <laughs> I, I like am it. Fucking wiped. Uh, anyway, like if you're not following us on the Instagrams, on um, YouTube's. Yeah. Do that, please. At Wait Now Listen Podcast on Instagram. Mm -hmm. We're going to try. We're going to attempt to put more stuff in our story. We're really bad about it, though. Yeah. There's still some kinks and stuff we're working out, but... But go follow us anyway, because then if something is amiss and we have to miss an episode or we got a a special episode or something exciting is happening, Instagram will see it first. Thank you for listening and watching. Mm Mm-hmm. Good night. And God bless. God bless. <laughs> I feel like a Jim Morrison bird character every time I do it. Isn't that the right person? Jim Henson. What did I say? Jim Morrison. Who's that? The lead singer of The Doors. <laughs> who did very many heavy <laughs> drugs. Well. I tried. Please keep that in. <laughs> no. God bless. <laughs>